Welcome back, everyone, to the 401. We are recording Wednesday afternoon, February 23rd. Here's what we have for you on the show today. There are There's currently no football in our lives, but we've still got plenty of football to talk about. We're going to be going through some of our thoughts and predictions for next NFL season. We're going to pick our top five worst starting quarterbacks for next season. We're going to declare our USFL fandom. And then we're going to look at some teams to watch out for when March Madness rolls around because it's almost here. All right, let's get to it. It's the 401 with your host, Tanner Ward. And he's back, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Nick Dushkit. All right, faithful, it's about that time. Needed one week off for a new yeah. spine. So, yeah, how you feeling? Yeah, good to be back. You good know, to have you is, back. It is what it is, Tanner. Not gonna get down and, you know, but you also, we're gonna talk a little MLB talk just a little bit though and just see if they can, uh, think they can reach an agreement and, yeah. All right. I got a question for you to open up the pod before we really kick off all the NFL stuff. All right. This is off of Twitter here. David Klug or Kluge, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Who would you rather roster in fantasy football? All right. Running back A or B? Running back A gets you 15 points per game and plays all 17 weeks. Running back B gets you 25 points per game, but he misses the second half of the season. Who would you rather have, Nick? I mean, that's kind of just like an open-ended question. What's the other part of my lineup looking like? Well, that's it. This is just one spot. Obviously, I want the first guy. Because he's, he's in every week, so. Okay. I will disagree with you. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather have a guy that gets you 25 points per game for half a season, and then the other half of the season you're probably going to be able to find somebody that can get you 12 to 15 points a game anyways? No, that's not always a gimme. <laughs> it's not always a gimme. No, it's not. But 15 points a week is just kind of middle of the pack. It's not like week winners. Well, I don't do points and all, all your dumb stuff that you do. So, like, your 12 points is, like, a lot harder. No. My 12 points. Of so everyone, I, is harder. everyone I host a podcast with does not do PPR. <laughs> it's wild to me. <laughs> but running back B is the correct answer. 25 points per game for half the season. Now, I thought you were going to go and say he's hurt the first half, but then comes back second half, which would be ideal. What if he was hurt? Be even better, right? Because yeah. for the playoffs. But no, this just gets you a great start to start off the year. And then you just find someone to replace him. Probably his backup. So I had that in one of my leagues. I had Derrick Henry. Yeah. Well, you know, about half, I would say. And yeah, uh, yeah I went from first to worst, pretty much. <laughs> um, well, see, I played two of the championship games I was in last year was against the Derrick Henry uh, owner, the drafter of Henry. So, not everyone fell off. I also had, like, Kareem Hunt, which I don't know why. That was probably a big mistake. But, yeah, I really didn't go good or good running backs in that yeah. league. Yeah, hey, I, I consider myself a fantasy savant, and I took Saquon Barkley over Jonathan Taylor last year. So, 
<laughs> we, we all have our misses. On the football side, I thought it'd be kind of fun to just kind of go through some of our predictions, thoughts for next year. Uh, what kind of um, got this idea going was really the AFC North for me is what got me thinking about this. But I want to open it up to you first and kind of let you just kind of get us get the wheels turning on this segment here of just whatever you wrote down first or wherever you want to start off with. Look, I don't have a lot of thoughts on the NFL right now in this moment in time. Um, I do have some, you know, some random comments in my head. Mm-hmm. Take it how you want it. Matt Ryan's going to die next year. <laughs> so his career is going to be done after next year. I'm predicting some kind of injury. He's old. Falcons, probably going to be the same around 500. Uh, another. Chris McCaffrey is going to get hurt again. So that means Carolina Panthers are going to be garbage. They still don't really have a quarterback for next year either. Well, they have two, technically. But if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but none of, them, none of them are good. And then I'm interested to see kind of the Washington, what, the commanders now, right? Yeah, Football the commanders. Team. I think the they commies. kind of take a step forward again. I know a lot of people, you know, the dysfunction organization being in another investigation because they said the investigators didn't do a good job or something or didn't do it right. Right. Uh, Redskins surprise team, Tampa Bay, (laughs) not going to make the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. I was was just some random thoughts. So uh, there's no rhyme or reason for any one of them. Basically all (laughs) NFC South plus Washington. Uh, I think I, yeah, the NFC South is wide open. I think whoever, whoever signs a quarterback between New Orleans and Tampa Bay is probably going to end up being the favorite there. Uh, Whoever signs Jameis Winston between those two, I think is going to win that division. Fair enough. Um, I think obviously with the Packers, I do think Rodgers comes back. I think regardless of who the quarterback is, the Packers win the NFC North next year. Their schedule is set up perfectly where the toughest teams they play next year, they play all but everyone but the Bills. As far as tough teams, they pretty much get to play at Lambeau. The Bills are really their only tough road test. Uh, And they get to play the NFC East and AFC East next year. So there should be, you know, you should maybe drop one game per division there. Yeah. Plus one game in your own division. Uh, So they're set up really good next year. And then this is what kind of got me thinking was with Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow, even if he has a Matthew Stafford-like season next year where he's, you know, double-digit picks and all that, I still think he gets MVP votes because of just what I'm seeing from everyone in the media. Put Burrow as one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the NFL. They've uh, they almost forgot that Patrick Mahomes has been to four straight AFC championship games. Uh, But this is my – I, I would say top five, We're not even thinking about it right now. I would but put it him – It could be worse than that, honestly. I would put him as far as, as far as young quarterbacks go. If we're talking about quarterbacks I want to start my franchise with, he's top five. Yeah. But I would – him and Justin Herbert are a toss-up. I probably would almost even lean Herbert. Um, but definitely Mahomes and Allen are ahead of them. Um, but here's, here's my well, big Herbert's one. Herbert's not going to have – Mike Williams probably next year. So well, he still might though. Like he's they're yeah, gonna try they and resign wants, him. Yeah, they're not they're not going to. He says well he wants we don't that know number that. one wide receiver money. 
They're not going to give him that. It's the L.A. Chargers. They don't even have fans. <laughs> that is Why true. does it matter? <laughs> 17 road games a year. Uh, but I, I, with the Bengals having a first-place schedule next year, I don't see them winning the AFC North. I think a healthy Ravens team wins the AFC North next year. Yeah, I mean, people kind of know what to expect now. Uh, obviously, with the draft coming, not coming up really anytime soon, but coming up soon-ish. Uh, how well, do you get the combine? Combine's like a week away, ain't it? Is it? I think it's like a week or two. Uh, that's not really the draft, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you get to see some talent. Majority, you know, people are thinking, obviously, get some big bodies to protect bros, but you know, it's easier said than done. It's all about say, chemistry, too. Say burrows. I did say burrows again, burrow, <laughs> but to protect him and his knees. I don't know if that guy will have a knee next year, honestly. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you can do all you want to protect him, but there's still quite a bit of luck that comes into making a run like that. And I think, oh, yeah. if, the, I mean, I think if the Ravens stay healthy, they win the AFC North next year. The Canadians made it to the Stanley Cup last year, and they're the worst team now in the <laughs> NHL. So. Yeah, how about that? Uh, I do think, speaking of worst teams, a team that could really take a leap next year, because everyone's going to be talking about who's the next Bengals, who's the next – anytime there's an outlier that happens, everyone wants to try and predict what the next one is. But that's the reason it's an outlier is because it doesn't really happen. But if you have to take a team who no one's expecting to even make the playoffs to make a leap next year, one team to think about is the Jaguars because everyone pretty much gets a pass because of Urban Meyer. If the coaching staff gets them playing well over there, Trevor Lawrence – is one of the top quarterback prospects come out of college. Like he was at an Andrew Luck level. The Jaguars could put it together. And if you're shaking your head at it, last year, if you were talking about the Bengals making the Super Bowl, you would have shook your head at that. So the Jaguars team that could definitely be playing for a top three pick in the draft next year, but also they could make a leap towards, you know, an eight, nine win season. I'm not calling I mean, it yeah, a we'll Super Bowl, but I'm just saying. Yeah. They can make it. They they could be the surprise splash team next they year. They won three games this year, right? Yeah, Was I mean, I think they can do better than three. <laughs> <laughs> over under three and a half for the Jags next year. I'll go over. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. Barely, but I'll do it. Who? Let's let's go into quarterbacks. ESPN always cracks me up with how they talk about not anything that really matters in sports, but one thing they've been talking about a lot is top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And the clickbait site that they are right. Intentionally one guy leaves Patrick Mahomes out of his top five doubles down on his take. Cause he got so much traction online that he wasn't top five. I think he put Stafford in there. I think he had Rogers number one, number two. I don't know, but had burrow left Mahomes out completely so i thought it'd be fun let's do our own list but we're going to do top five worst quarterbacks for next year so projected starters top five worst starters in 2022 and this is just information that we have at this moment and there's i'd say right now there's probably 35 36 projected starters in the nfl like there's more projected starters contracts and all that stuff yeah yeah there's so much that could happen right now if some quarterbacks get moved it yeah so if if they have a chance at starting, then they qualify for this list. So you go We're ahead. Going from I I wrote all my worst five to most to the worst, right? 
Yeah, we'll go from five to one. I wrote all my candidates down. I'm ranking them as we go right now. Yeah, I'm kind of in that situation too where I, I, I wrote it down how I thought I wanted it, but this might I'm, – I'm, I'm going to change it up a little bit actually. So my okay. first one is – This is number five, right? Five. Okay. Five, my lord. Is Jalen Hurts. Okay. He is a candidate for me, but I don't know if I'm going to put him on my list or not. I love him to death, but he's just not a good thrower, and that team is just still dysfunctional. Wide receivers, not a lot of threats going around him. And, yeah, I don't think he's he, – he is this bad of a quarterback, but I think the team and everything is this bad that it's making him this bad. So Okay. For Taysom Hill. Okay. I – and that's also, just projection right now. Like I said, we don't know yeah. if they're going to sign. So I also had him on my candidates. I decided not to put him on there because even if he does, it doesn't sound like he would start the season with his whatever the Terry had in his foot. Okay. So I pulled him off my list, but otherwise he would have been on there. I was okay. trying to do this. I think, yeah, I, I'm going to go without him, but go ahead. And then I got Trevor Lawrence. At three? Yeah. Okay. Mason Rudolph, number two. Yeah. And Sam Darnold, number one. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that one, right? All right. So for me, I left Taysom Hill off and I left Sam Darnold off because I don't think Sam Darnold starts next year. I think the Panthers get a new quarterback and then they're just kind of stuck with him as their backup. All right. Yeah. So number five, I have a tie. Now, this is statistically for the team, right? This is not fantasy points. This is not win loss percentage. This is just. Quarterbacks, I think, will statistically be bad next year. Number five is a tie between Jalen Hurts and Trey Lance. I don't. Okay. We haven't really seen either of them be great with their arm. So one of them can prove me wrong and get off the list. Number four, I have another tie. Hell, <laughs> Jared Goff and uh, Daniel Jones, old Danny Dimes. Dude, Danny now, Dimes is good when he's healthy. Danny Dimes does get Brian DeBall next year. Yeah. So maybe I should take him off the list and give it to Golf, but I'm going to leave him on. Golf and Dimes tie at four. Golf carried that team a couple times this year, man. Yep, but he That's did not rude. look great doing it most of the year. All right, number three, Jimmy Garoppolo. I got Jimmy G with Pittsburgh or Washington probably at number three. Number two, Kyle Trask, currently the projected starter for Tampa Bay unless they sign somebody. I don't really see Bruce Arians going into the season with Kyle Trask, but if they do, he's number two. And number one for me is Mason Rudolph. That's a good job, man. <laughs> man. I'm, uh, I'm glad we were on I'm the same page. I'm glad we didn't there. have, like, Tua, because he's been good. A lot of people hate him, though. What's some other, like, quarterbacks that people hate? Okay, so awesome. I also had – I had – oh, I, I didn't get Carson Wentz on my list. I was going to put yeah. Wentz somewhere. Replace. I'm replacing Danny Dimes with Carson Wentz, okay. but I'm going to move. I'm going to move Garoppolo into a tie with Goff at four, and then Carson Wentz is going to take the sole spot of three, if someone he gives him a starting spot. Times. Man, does he look bad? But. He tried to throw out of his own end zone left-handed while getting tackled. There's not a lot of coming back from that. Yeah. <laughs> He pretty much ruined that whole season that they had. And yeah, so, uh, yeah, Carolina Panthers, who knows what they're really going to do with their quarterback. Um, you were saying Pittsburgh up just, in the air. Could just, in the, just in the NFC South, the Panthers, 
the Bucks and the Saints are all question marks of what they're going to do at quarterback next year. Yeah. And then I, we're probably a year away from Atlanta getting a new quarterback. So that yeah. entire division could look different by 2023. Uh, but, yeah, the Steelers could be looking at a new quarterback unless they stick with Mason. If they do, I think they're just wasting away a good defense. So you think Justin Fields and Zach Wilson are going to be I think better? I think pretty much all the rookies that we saw last year take a leap forward. Do you think there's going to be Wilson, any rookie starters this year? I could see one, maybe two. Um, Malik Willis out of Liberty. Um, he's he's pretty damn dynamic. I could see him, or he could also sit a year. And then uh, Matt Corral out of Ole Miss. Is it Coral? Corral? I think it's Coral, but okay. I actually don't know that much. It kind of looks like Corral. So, what? however it's pronounced, those are the two I like. I'm not a big Sam Howell guy. Maybe it's because he's coming out of North Carolina and looks like he'd be the second coming to Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. But I'm not a huge Sam Howell guy. Um, who else is? Oh, Kenny Pickett. That guy, yeah. I think this is a quarterback class that's better off sitting for a year. But oh yeah, I think I'm so. sure. I'm sure one of them will end up starting the rookie season. But I think most are going to get drafted to back up for at least a year. Like Atlanta, I could see taking one. Pittsburgh taking one because if a team signs Garoppolo or Winston, uh, even maybe even Ryan Fitzpatrick at forty. You know, if they sign one of those guys for a season, Teddy Bridgewater's been doing that for a while because Denver's there's another candidate for a new quarterback. One of those teams could draft a guy and sign a guy and yeah. try, try and let that, that rookie sit for a year. I, I do think there is some uh, – I do think there is – There's just not that big of a name, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's not a, a draft class that jumps out at you, but I do think there is some potential there. I just think it's not – it's not like quite last year where, you know, it was as polarizing with Lawrence and Fields in Mac right. Jones. Yeah, fair enough. One more thing with the NFL. Can we stop putting Trayvon Diggs in this, like, upper tier that he was some amazing player? Because, yeah, he led the league in interceptions last year, but he also gave up, like, the most yards for a cornerback last year. <laughs> can, we, can we at least stop pretending that he's, like, the next Darrell Rivas or something? Yeah, I mean, I feel like with corners, especially like him and Jalen Ramsey, like they're going to go all out. But most of the time, like they're up against Mike Evans or uh, what's his face? I can't, I don't even have the NFL in my head right now, but <laughs> they're going to get beat majority of the time. All right. Well, it's just, then... You got to stop him like a quarter percent of it. So I don't, I think he is a good player. Like I think, you know, Jalen Ramsey is a good player, but. He also gets dogged because he's going up against the best every single time. It is yeah. what it is. But I agree with you. I mean, his name has, has been everywhere lately. I think we move on to the USFL. The next coming of I, spring football that's going to fail, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the USFL's back. They all went with terrible jersey choices. Like, they didn't even try. It looks like whenever Madden you could actually create jerseys or alter them or whatever, I don't think you can do it anymore. But back in the day, like on the PS2, but it was very limited options. Like that's what they look like. They made these jerseys with, and they tried to go all retro with it. It just it doesn't look great. Nothing's cool about the jerseys. But despite that, I'm still going to watch the USFL. It's not going to be as good as the XFL, which XFL, by the way, just partnered with the NFL for rule innovations. 
The XFL had a lot of great ideas. So it at least tells me the NFL is a little open to at least looking at some of those ideas. Yeah. Like just having a, a ball spotting judge, right? Their only job is to spot the football. Maybe have the sky judge where they can fix an obvious mistake on the field right away and you don't really have to stop the game, right? Fix a – Very paired with Microsoft. I mean, just get the Xbox controller back. Yeah, the, seriously, the get the Xbox controllers in there and I just get the obvious stuff right without having to stop and delay the game, right? Correct yeah. spot, correct overturn, you know, um, turnover, whatever it has to be. Um, and then the kickoffs, I think, is something they're going to look at, too, the way the XFL did the kickoffs. Uh, if you want to YouTube that, it was, a, it was a good way they did it. They didn't have any injuries on it. But the NFL, most of their injuries occur on the kickoff. Yeah, people most die of, from that. People are sprinting right. down the field and getting a 30-yard 30, 30 yards to gain speed. And the XFL eliminated that, still had returns, still kept the play exciting. All right, it, it's not a 401 episode without talking about the XFL. Not quite done yet because that's upcoming here with the USFL. But I mean, right if they now, were a St. Louis team though, I'm not going to root for any XFL team. So sorry, they're gonna they have to bring St. Louis back. It was their best ticket seller. Like it, it would it makes too much sense to bring, or it makes too much sense for them to not bring them back. But we're gonna pick our USFL teams now. So it, for those of you who have not been keeping up with this, which is probably most of you, but you have they just did their draft. It's a two day draft. They did the XFL style draft where it's not just open to any position. It's every round you can only pick that position. So first round, randomly drawn order, and you're picking your quarterback. And then they did edge rushers. They have a round just for linebackers, for offensive tackles, and so on and so forth. But, so we have the Michigan Panthers, the Tampa Bay Bandits, the Philadelphia Stars, New Jersey Generals, Houston Gamblers, they need a Kenny Rogers logo. They messed up on that. The Birmingham Stallions, Pittsburgh Maulers, and the New Orleans Breakers. So there's your eight teams. And me and Nick are about to pick who we are rooting for. I have a couple things. I was just looking over the draft, and I have candidates for why and who I'm going to root for. I only have, like, one reason why I picked mine. So. All right. Who, who did you pick? I am going with the Birmingham Stallions, and that is because they drafted a Simo player. So I, I, think, I think I missed that. Where who'd they take? I don't know. I actually never heard his name. Uh, I think it's I don't even know what position he is, honestly. <laughs> but uh, I was like looking at it. He's like started off playing basketball for Simo until his fifth year, his graduate year, and then played football and now got drafted oh. into the thing. And I was like, I no Did idea you, who it is. What was his name? I didn't even write Did it. Did you write it down? No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, as I was looking through this little draft, I saw it's, someone that had started playing. It was like an early play, pick. Or so, started I mean, playing. Maybe top five pick for them. Not like roll quarterback here. and then top position pick five. I don't know how to explain it. Well, yeah, every everything was – it's not the – was he the 2018 OVC All-Newcomer? Sure. No, because that's that. It's not for Birmingham. Because I actually wrote that down too. You're terrible looking stuff up. I found it in like two seconds. I was shocked. All right, who is it? No, well, like when I was looking earlier. No. Oh, I thought he found it now. <laughs> I'll find it right now. You do yours, and I'll tell you the name. All right, so 
here's just here's some things I thought were cool as far as the draft. The New Orleans Breakers drafted Kyle Slaughter with the last pick of the quarterback round, which was the first round. So he might be the oldest quarterback to start in the uh, in the USFL. The Pittsburgh Maulers drafted Isaiah Battle during the tackle round. He was originally drafted by the St. Louis Rams. The Philadelphia Stars drafted quarterback Case Cookus, who might have the coolest name in the USFL. But I have two for my USFL phantoms, all right? So the Michigan Panthers, coached Aaron, by – Couldn't wait till I was done there. O-I-E. Congratulations. Who was it? It's Aaron Adioi. Oh, yeah. Found it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there he is by the Birmingham Stallions. How about that? All right. So, as I was saying, the Michigan Panthers, coached by Jeff Fisher, and then they had the number one pick of the entire draft, which was the first round of the quarterback round. They took Shea Patterson out of the University of Michigan. So the Michigan Panthers get part of my fandom just for having Jeff Fisher as their coach. I can't wait to watch him go five and five, whatever is the closest to 500 as possible in that league. It's going to be fun. Uh, But the Tampa Bay bandits kind of stole my heart. So they have Todd Haley as their coach, but they had the number two pick in the quarterback round. And they took out of Ole Miss, Jordan Te'amu, former St. Louis Battlehawk quarterback. So the bandits trying to steal my heart there with that pick. They also took in an edge, Mecky Brown, who played in the OVC. He was 2018 OVC All-Newcomer team. And he just OVC in general gets me excited. And then in the third round, uh, also edge round, they took a guy named Michael Scott. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about him. His name is Michael Scott. So I am split between my Tampa Bay Bandits and my Michigan Panthers. I do think the Bandits have a better shot at being – Cool. Pick a team, dude. I'm going to be rooting for both of them. Oh, pick a team. I am. I'm a fan of the Tampa Bay Bandits and the Michigan Panthers. Wow. Can I do think the Bandits will be a little more exciting. All right, then pick the Bandits. Yeah, but I'm rooting for both. I'd said I have my heart's torn. They All both right. hold a spot in my heart. Let's talk. Well, about there you go. And we'll be uh, CBA talking, dude. All right. What do you know about it right now? Anything? Not a lot that I think they are starting to heat up talks a little bit now. They're still not getting anywhere, but they're at least meeting. I think they've planned on meeting three straight days. They're in the middle so of pretty much the only days. thing they could really agree on is the universal DH. Um, and yeah. obviously we saw that go through already. Um, the minor league minimum wage has increased. Um, and now the big thing is for uh, younger stars to get out of arbitration or to get into arbitration quicker. Um, so we'll have like a bonus pool of money mm-hmm. for these young stars um, because they're not really making a lot of deals unless they're doing like endorsements and all that. But so they're trying to get those younger stars more money and up to the major leagues quicker instead of, you know, keeping them in the minor leagues until I don't know. What is it? Like, I, I don't remember the timeline, but, it's always been a kind of a thing in the MLB and they're like, they would need to call up this guy because he's a really good talent, but they can until this date. Yeah. You basically get six years. Yeah. Yeah, You basically have six years of control between three years of pre-arbitration and three years of arbitration. Yeah. So yeah. Teams can hold a guy back for, I don't remember the timeline, but you know, 
they just have to basically hold them through April, I think, or something uh-huh. like that. And they can basically get one extra year of control on them. Mm-hmm. So service time manipulation has been going on for a long time. Yes. They do need to fix that because if you're a small market team, the Rockies, the A's, you can never hold on to these guys that, you know, your Nolan Arenado's and stuff like that. The Rockies try to sign them to a massive deal and then realize, crap, we can't put a, a team together around them. So now we got to dump this contract. But you see it, these small market teams have a hard time keeping superstars around. So then why not use utilize service time manipulation to try and keep a guy around for one more year? Yeah, exactly. So that's been a big deal. Um, free agency, there's been something with that. Um, I don't know if it's like max deal or if it's kind of like the veteran deal. That's always been screwed up. Um, and then – they are also wanting to expand the playoffs, but that could be here nor there. It doesn't really matter right now. Um, baseball season is freaking long, so they would have to shorten probably the, the season up a little bit with that. So I think there is a lot to talk about um, with them still. Obviously, luckily not us, but um, it seems to be making some progress. And Yeah, you know, I think they are making some progress. I still think they're quite a bit of ways apart, though, unfortunately. Oh, Spring yeah. training's already been delayed. I forgot oh, when thing. they – Sorry. Yeah. Is that they want to go to a lottery draft instead of the uh, traditional worst record gets first pick for tanking purposes. So, I think the best way to go I'm, – I'm not opposed to the way they already set the draft order. Yeah. And this is just stuff that they want. It's not like we're going to get all this stuff in the CBA. I wouldn't be opposed to having a minimum threshold of how much you have to spend to force teams to start signing these veterans that they don't want to sign because they're afraid it might get them too many wins and cost them, you know, drop them down the draft because they want to, they're openly tanking. I would like to see, you know, teams have to spend this amount, at least this much of their salary cap right before they hit the luxury threshold. So they basically will have a window of you have to spend at least this much. Try not to go over this much unless you're the Dodgers or Yankees and you don't give a shit about it. I mean, yeah, but I, I would like, I would kind of like to see that because then you are forcing teams to, to spend some money at least. Yeah. But it's just ridiculous that the Dodgers go into the playoffs and you take two of their starting pitchers, Kershaw and Max Scherzer, and you take how much money they made last year. And it equaled like the bottom four teams. And then if you added, like, David Price and Mookie Betts to it, it was, like, the bottom eight or ten teams. Their entire salary yeah, was those players. And it's, yeah, there's definitely that imbalance in the MLB. I think it would be nice to make, you know, force teams have to spend a little bit. And maybe that's a little short-sighted on my part but yeah. with the small market teams. But I, I think it could at least add a little bit competitive balance. And I would enjoy that more than doing the lottery system. So I know a lot of this like small market team like situation, like, you know, they're small because of obviously like if you're the A's, you have, you know, LA and all that and angels and all that stuff in California, they still get fans though. Like they they don't like, they're not like Tampa Bay or uh, I mean, some of these like Cincinnati games, but I mean, if these teams are good, they get that fan base coming back they get exciting and they get more money. So I don't understand by tanking for a player with, especially with baseball, you never really know at all with baseball, if they're going to pan out, but I would just, yeah, I just think with some of these smaller teams, like 
you gotta you have to spend money to freaking be good like and that's the sad thing about it but there is there is that outlier that you're kind of talking about where you know once in a blue moon you get a good draft and like the A's the A's is pretty much the only ones really Tampa is not well I mean as far as drafting goes you've seen Houston Houston did it very well tanked for a while ended up with that great core that I mean they went to two three World Series in five years. Yeah. Is that right? 17, 19. Are they a small market team, though? No, but I'm just saying the yeah. tanking part. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. just the tanking part. They did it very well. The Cubs did it. And those those are two of the biggest markets. Yeah. I think Houston, Chicago, L.A., and New York. I think those are the four biggest markets in baseball. But two of the biggest yeah. markets tanked very successfully. The Orioles are trying to do it now. But tanking does work. And I think that's why I think a way to combat that would be to to put a, a a minimum spending threshold in there. Yeah, fair enough. Threshold the right word for that? I don't. I don't, ew, yeah. I don't. I don't care. All right, but yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they get it figured out here. I'm not expecting it super soon, but hopefully they get it. I would hate to see the season delayed. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like a month delayed, probably as of right now. I think so. Yeah. So I think like probably minus fifteen, minus twenty games. And by the way, stand with the players out there. Don't feel sad or don't feel bad for the owners having to spend a little bit more money. Well, they didn't even want to pay the, uh, like the minor leaguers for spring training too. So it's like, they should just be happy for the opportunity. I think is what they said. And that's just ridiculous. Pay them something. Give them like minimum wage or something, dude. Like (laughs) they don't even make that during the season. At least they weren't. Oh yeah. It's, it's rough. Minor leagues. That's rough. Uh, so you want to go to March Madness? Let's go because to March Madness. I am super excited. We are closing in. So I think I was looking at it the week I am in Maui, which we'll figure out some sort of. My idea right now is that we record an episode before I leave, like the week before. So next week we'll record two episodes and we'll just release one. Kind of do an evergreen episode. Um, I'm telling our secrets, dude. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll, I'll cut that. I'll cut yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but I'll be back in time. I won't miss any March Madness. So it like works out perfectly. Also on this trip, I'm going to basically try and do a social media cleanse. So while I'm out there, I'm not going to get on Twitter I'll, at all. That's the goal. I'll, I'll post some stuff. Don't worry, that, guys. Yeah, okay. That's the goal. You know, yeah, you like my stuff better anyways. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here's some t- – so every year March Madness rolls around and – Again, I love college basketball is one of my favorites. I'm not a huge NBA guy, but I love college basketball. And every year I'm like, I need to like watch more basketball so I can know, you know, be better prepared for the tournament. Mm-hmm. And every year I don't do it. And then I end up like reading two, three articles the week that the tournament starts. And then, you know, that's all the prepping I do. So I have done better this year in watching more, reading a little bit more about teams and I feel like I know a little bit more, so my bracket's probably going to be just as bad as it always is. Oh, yeah. But I do have – I was looking at some projected – luckily, no one's really perfect except yeah. for occasionally. So I, I went through some projected brackets and was looking at who I kind of think can make a run. Some high seeds I think will go out early. Some high seeds that I think are legit. And then I have two teams that I think will just be early outs. They're not going to be high seeds. I just think they're going to be out pretty quick, though. Okay. 
Yeah, I just got a couple that uh, aren't the big names, but just kind of look out for to uh, make a splash this year. So every episode, I drop my pin. Literally every episode. All right. Um, so I'll just go. My early outs list is only two, so I just want to. I'll just go ahead and do them. They're recognizable names, so I think they're easy to bring up. But Indiana, North Carolina, they're both projected at like the ten to eleven right now. Okay. I think those are two teams that are not going to upset the first round. And they're going to be one and dones. I mean, one of them might even have a play in game because I think the 11 seed is a play in. Yeah. So two 11s get playing. So they may even end up with a play in game. So I think Indiana, North Carolina, two teams I don't really think are legit threats this year. Yeah. No, um, Blue Blood's kind of a thing. Um, and a lot of Blue Bloods are back this year. Yeah, they are. Kentucky, uh, Kansas, Duke. and Duke. For Coach K's last year, I don't mm-hmm. want them to. Um, but, he, yeah, I mean, I Illinois, I think, is – I'm back on the bandwagon for Illinois. Uh, Illinois is legit. Dynamic, I mean, obviously, inside and guards. Yeah, they have um, the most dominant big man yeah. in college basketball with Kofi Coburn. Uh, yeah, well, Purdue. But um, I'd say Coburn's – Seven-foot-four guy. But. Coburn's the most dominant. All right, well – you know, I, I still think, but. well, just because he's just so damn physical. I mean, he yeah. just gives you a pounding down there. Yeah. Phrasing, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I know more about the Big Ten and Big East. I was telling you that. Some teams. Yeah. Um, Providence, man, a really good basketball team. Uh, I mean, they're pretty much just a basketball school, but they're not, you know, that big name like Villanova. Um Creighton right now and all that yeah. stuff. So I put Providence on my high seeds that are legit. Yeah. And that was more of teams that you're – well, I take that back because they're the only real team. But the goal of that was to put a team that you don't really see that name of. Mm-hmm. Are they fluky or are they legit? Providence is legit. Oh, yeah. And then I have – is Murray going to go to the Sweet 16 next year? <laughs> <laughs> so I have Murray as teams to make a run. Murray State currently – projected by one site that I saw as a seven seed. That's kind of harsh, actually. They're ranked like 19th right now in the nation. But yeah, losing, but, I think one of their games was to or, uh, to uh, Auburn, which yeah. they're kind of Let's like falling see. off right now. But See if I – I'm going to look at this other one real quick. I was reading it the other day, but I don't remember where they were. I'm going to see – oh, crap, that's only the top. All right, never mind. Yeah, so we'll see, obviously <laughs> – Things need to happen. I think they can get a little bit higher seed, but in that case, like I said, t- some I mean, of these top probably, teams have to lose early in the tournament. For I mean, the tournament. So you're probably looking to what a five seed? Is that the highest you think they could get? I think that's the highest they can get. Yeah, but that, that's a long shot. Like I said, that's like I don't know. Even know that's like uh, yeah, like a whole bunch of like two, three seeds losing in the first round of the tournament. Well, and, I'm and just kind of. They're, uh, you know, I'm kind of looking comments. at, yeah, I'm kind of looking at this. It's on sportingnews.com where they have a projected bracket. There's some others on NCAA.com that are pretty good. I like looking at these now just to kind of get a feel for who's going to make it. They're not going to be that far off unless a team collapse collapses. But um, right now, the five seeds that are projected are Houston, Arkansas, UConn, and LSU. I don't really see Murray going over them other than maybe LSU. The six yeah. seeds, Ohio State, Michigan State, USC, and Bama, 
I could definitely see him jumping Bama. So I yeah, five or six maybe. Yeah. But seven wouldn't surprise me either. They have him in there with Marquette, Iowa, St. Mary's. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my high seeds that are legit right now, and this was just flipping through, like I said, this one on Sporting News. Providence is a three, and UConn and Arkansas are both projected at five right now. I think those are some legit teams. Maybe oh, yeah. I should have put them in teams I can make a run. But those are some legit teams there. My high seeds early outs, so top six seeds that I think can be out within the first one to two rounds. Ohio State projected as a six right now. Um, Not is that it EJ e. Liddell, I think, is is that their big man? Yep. He's good, but I don't think as a I mean, team they're that solid. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely can see them getting upset. Because you just you're gonna have some teams that are just red hot. They get those 10, 11, 12 seeds shooting lights out. A lot of those Missouri Valley teams that come in hot. Yeah. They make a splash real quick. So Texas projected right now is a four. And then this one I think can make a run, but I still kind of see them. I don't know if they can make a deep, deep run. And that's the defending champion, Baylor Bears, projected right now as a two. I mean, a lot of things can still change right now, but they just, they've looked like they've struggled to almost like a championship hangover. They look like they've almost struggled to really put it all together this year. So they're a team I think a lot of people are going to put really deep in their brackets because they were like, oh, yeah, they won it last year. I'm not going to like put you on the spot, but do you, what seed was like Michigan last year then? And they went far. Michigan was with, a two. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm almost positive. I think Michigan they, and Ohio I don't State. Think if they make it into the tournament, which they probably are projected to, but I don't, I don't think, think they're I don't going think anywhere. they are. I mean, they uh, maybe like fifth. I don't think Michigan's projected to get maybe. in right now. Yeah, okay. Well, they're, they're 14 and – 11 four, 14 and 10 14 and 11 like they i think they would need to make a run in the big 10 tournament to get into like a play-in game yeah but yeah i just they they've been struggling all year well if they're they actually in, don't trust them so this is all i'm saying what i said if they get in just don't trust them that's, yeah that's no like that, that would definitely be a team bounce, yeah. big name to get out early uh, Oregon right now, they have listed on the bubble. I think that could be an interesting one if they make it in to make a run. Um, and then if Belmont can knock off Murray in the OVC tournament and get the automatic bid. It's not going to happen. So, But if they if they upset Murray, they get the automatic bid. Murray oh, still would make it in. It's like a, then Murray would be in at like a 7 or 8. Belmont would be in at like a 14 or 15 probably. They would be in the play game, 100%. Do you think they'd be in the play in 16? Mm-hmm. Having yeah. to play Gonzaga next? I'd probably, probably be pissed, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's here's my list of teams that can make a run. Um, they're all seven seeds or lower. Uh, seven was Murray State. They're my only seven seed. Wake Forest is an eight. They can put up some points. They've been kind of fun to watch this year. Wyoming and Colorado State, both of the Mountain West Conference, I believe they play tonight. So I'm definitely going to see where that game's at and try and t- tune into that. But Wyoming's been really good. And Colorado's projected – they're like minus seven, minus seven and a half at home against Wyoming tonight. And Wyoming's been such a – they've been a really good mid-major this year. So those are two teams that I'm hoping one of those can make a nice little sweet 16 run. Maybe they'll be the surprise mid-major to go, you know, Elite Eight yeah. this year. Uh, Florida is projected as a 10. 
they're very scrappy. And then these are my two favorites that I'd like to see make a run. Liberty's at 14 right now. I don't see them really making a run at 14. Maybe if they get in the right region. Uh, they're fun. And then Rutgers. Rutgers, currently projected as a 12. They're red hot. They've beat uh, They've beat Wisconsin. I mean, they're, they're holding their own in the Big Ten. Yeah, oh, I yeah, have I to see. They're playing, they were playing spoiler until they got hot, and now they're like, they're a tournament team. So yeah. they have like three top, like 10 ranked teams, like or was three wins against top ranked teams, like over like 10 points too. And I'm like, Jesus, they, they've been destroying teams lately. Um, Michigan State sucks. I don't know if you mentioned them really, but. Uh, they were – I didn't mention them. They're on here. I yeah. forgot what seed they're projected at right now. I think Creighton's going to win that first round, but I don't see them going very deep this year. They had a very young team, so. Rutgers uh, currently has the lowest combined net slash Ken Palm rating of tournament teams. Oh, of the major conferences. So that's not good. But, like, you, you summed it up perfectly. They were playing yeah. spoiler – so well now they're they're basically in the tournament yeah but man they can just get red hot shooting the, the day they beat wisconsin they just wisconsin didn't play bad rutgers were just shooting lights out so they're a team i like to make a little sweet 16 run and i got them tonight um to i think they're yeah they're playing michigan tonight so i have them winning yeah you just want to talk about your bets then and then we can well this may not get released till tomorrow, so yeah. no, uh, real, they're all for tonight's games. Okay. So, yeah, I don't there know if I'll actually. Know. Yeah, I usually release these Thursday mornings. So, you've been watching anything lately other than sports? I've been watching Archer. <laughs> oh yeah, you're talking about that. Yeah, I just uh, I got there's, I just finished one of the seasons that I hadn't seen yet. There's two left. So I so. watched Reacher. With uh, Thad. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. I watched the new King's Man. Okay. That's actually a decent movie, too. So then I started watching. Those are fun watches. Yeah. Then I started watching the actual ones, too. Um, Lord Voldemort, you know, kind of the origin story for the Kingsman, uh, led by Lord Voldemort, actually being a good guy, though. So. Oh, my God. That's him. Yeah. Huh. Holy shit. I've never, uh, I haven't watched a Harry Potter in a very long time. That's all right. I don't think anyone else would know him for much, much many other things that he's in. Yeah. I have this new thing that I've been doing where, um, when I'm staying up and playing some video games, some Madden or MLB the show, I like to put a movie on my laptop and let it play while I'm playing the games. I hate, like I've, play these games so much i hate the music in them now yeah i've heard the songs way too many times oh yeah so but i like to i've been watching a lot of stuff a lot of throwbacks i can't put anything i haven't seen on because i'll get too invested in the movie and then i'll just end up putting it on and not playing the game so i put something on i don't have to pay a lot of attention to so like the hangovers i watched recently but the other night i watched deadpool good old throwback it was on hulu so it was a nice little throwback there um, oh, I'll tell also, you, really underrated. Also, oh, go ahead. No, he's also in in uh, the James Bonds after oh, yeah. what's her face dies. Spoiler alert. All right, that's fair. 
<laughs> no, I'll tell you a really good one to watch with the lady. The Proposal. Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock. Dude, I've seen that movie like a thousand times. Before. I just watched it for the first time the other night. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> if you're needing a good rom-com to watch with your lady friend, The yeah. Proposal. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to be watching more basketball this weekend, so I probably won't have time. For, well, I actually have time for anything and everything. It just, yeah, we'll yeah. see. You know, was that two or three episodes ago where I deleted Sling or canceled my Sling? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to get it back for March Madness. <laughs> I can just give you my YouTube login, bro. Oh, a little YouTube TV action, huh? I have one more profile I can create on there. Well, there we go. It's settled. That way I can solid 20 bucks and I'll give it to you. (laughs) We can negotiate the details. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, you get everything. You got true TV. What else is it on? Obviously it's on TNT, TBS. Is it TNT? And it's definitely TBS. The TBS turn into true TV. No, 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 no. No, you have true TV and TBS. Yeah, you're right. And does USA pick up? Like one of the some of the first round games, couple, yeah. I think True TV and USA get like the first two rounds. Some of those, I got all those. Uh, ABC, I think they're on both, dude. If I get your YouTube, I could probably watch the Blues again and the Cardinals when they're in season. Valley hasn't created that thing yet, so they're supposed to do like a subscription base for Valley. Sooner oh, it's, than later. is it not on YouTube TV? No. That's a bummer. Only on DirecTV, I'm pretty sure. That's a bummer. Like the basic package. With I refuse. Charter, you have to pay like an outrageous amount of money per month to do that. And then, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's dumb. If baseball ever does get a season, obviously, my Bally's team right now is the Brewers, which they're fun to watch, but I don't get my Cardinals. So. No. Only it's a rough one. Unless they're playing. The Cardinals. When they're playing the Brewers, that's nice. And then every now and then they get the random YouTube game of the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had – yeah, I, they actually played them during the 17-game win streak. They had them on there like twice, I think. I got to watch them. So. Nice. Yeah. All right, man. I think that wraps things up this week. Next week, be braceless. I'll be uh, probably a little bit better. Yeah. I'm off the drugs. At Be least, doing so. some swivels. Yeah, I'm off the drugs at least. That's Man, you've been good. saying these things sober. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Tylenol. But <laughs> <laughs> some get you some baby aspirin. All right, we'll see you guys next week. We're out. I'll create. I'll create something. I'll Photoshop you onto like some Hawaiian thing. Get an eaten oh, yeah. by a shark. No, I'll post the week that you're gone. Oh my God. There was a video (laughs) late in. (laughs) I just saw a video on the internet. I think Barstool tweeted it of a guy was, they were scuba diving and he turns around to the camera. As soon as he turns around, a great white came into the picture and then bumped his head. Oh my God. I had nightmares. Like it scared the shit out of me. And then someone below it commented a video of a dude getting ate by a shark. The cameraman ship was awful. But after some research, it did look like it was legit. And the second video that that person posted was like, you can see the torso floating and the shark comes back after it. I don't know why I kept watching it, but it was just so disturbing. All right.
All right. <laughs> don't know why you need to tell us that. But. I don't know either. I keep thinking about it. <laughs> like it won't leave my brain. That was like two or three days ago. I mean, you at least need to find yourself in some dangerous situations in Hawaii. Like you got to be on a volcano or something. You got to pet a shark. Mm. If it's in a, yeah, if it's in a cage, you got to No, do I'm pretty sure that's where 47 meters down yeah. below, down below. No, just 47 meters. Oh, it's not either down or below? <laughs> I think. Okay, so I'm pretty sure Hawaii is where 47 meters Maybe it is 47 meters down. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I'm pretty sure that was in Hawaii. And there were some mean great whites out there. No, well, the sec- there was a second one, actually. Yeah. It is down. I haven't down. watched it yet. 47 meters down. You're right. Oh, there we go. But that's because <laughs> they went with some Groupon-ass boat. <laughs> that is i'll pay true. full price if i end up doing it but i doubt it's whale season out there you know what eats whales sharks but With whales come i'm sharks. hoping i'm hoping maybe a nice civilian dolphin will save me protect me like in uh i hung out flipper with yeah and uh good old punta got yeah. to cut it got to ride it was it that hurt. is yeah. that flipper with the hammerhead? And yeah. uh yeah, well that's a great I need to find is that streaming anywhere? That's my movie recommendation of the There's week. There's also like this like dolphin tail with like I don't know what that's all about, but it's like a dolphin that gets like a artificial. So doesn't get tail. the yeah, the fake tail. Yeah. Let's see. Flipper, not flubber, right? That's with Robin that's Williams. Robin Williams, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot that was Elijah Wood. Holy shit. Oh my god, right Jonathan up. Banks is in that? The uh uh guy from Breaking Bad and Saul Goodman. Uh Flipper is not streaming anywhere, but you can rent it. Three ninety nine on Amazon. Yeah, I hate that, but I do yeah. pay it sometimes. Yeah. When I'm All right. when I'm really in the mood to watch something. All right. We're I'll actually getting out this stuff time. up for you when you're in Hawaii, though, so our people know that you're all right. Sounds good. All right, we'll see everyone next week. We're out. Deep in the rain goes, got the crib one falls in the mango. I bought my mama a